Coming up, the World 100 starts today, and while the event will be special regardless, I think Eldora needs a bounce back. We'll talk about that, plus what to watch this weekend at Port Royal and Gold Cup, and a strange streaming situation from Wednesday. Let's go. It's Thursday, September 7th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker. Daily of the World 100 is here, and Eldora will be the center of the Dirt Late Model universe this weekend. If you're headed to the world, don't forget to visit our friends at the Whistle Stop Bar and Grill. The Whistle Stop is located south of the racetrack, just six miles down Highway 118 in Ansonia. When you leave Eldora and turn south, it's a straight shot there as the Whistle Stop sits right on 118. That is Main Street in Ansonia. The Whistle Stop have been huge supporters of dirt racing. They've done partnerships with Sheldon and Jack Hoddenshield, Rico Abreu, Chris, uh, Chris Windham, Cap Henry, The Dirt Nerds, Eldora Speedway, and obviously Dirt Tracker. They offer indoor and outdoor dining for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I've heard, uh, heard all sorts of ravings about the breakfast. Get the bacon there. Uh, always good things about the, the food there. You can order online at whistlebarandgrill.com, and you can take it back to the racetrack with you. So save yourself a night of cooking in the camper or elsewhere. Just go grab something from the Whistle Stop. Uh, get some new friends in the campground or grandstands and make the trip right down the road to the Whistle Stop, Ohio's favorite train depot. If you stop in, make sure to tell them Dirt Tracker sent you. Today is the first of three race days for the World 100 weekend. As is usual, tonight and Friday are split field dual 12,000 twin programs. So you're going to get two uh, programs tonight, two more tomorrow. The prelim action will then help set uh, heat races for Saturdays at 56,000 to win and 5,300 to start main event. Now, last check, there are 99 pre-entries, and it wouldn't surprise me to see triple digits by the time everyone gets signed in for tonight. One late addition to the event is Big Block Modified star Matt Shepard. He'll be at Eldora in a car for regular NASCAR team Nice Motorsports. She uh, Shepard attempted the Lucas race with them a few weeks ago at Georgetown. We talked earlier this week about race favorites, and Jonathan Davenport has to obviously top that list. Uh, you know, other names, other guys we'll see if he can, uh, that can challenge him. Ricky Thornton Jr., Bobby Pierce, Chris Madden, Brandon Overton. Those are kind of the obvious ones. And then from there, you know, can somebody else jump up and challenge, uh, you know, those guys and, and really Superman. Uh, if you need help this week at making fantasy or pool picks around Eldora, don't forget that the analytics section at dirttracker.com has an area devoted just to Eldora's uh, special late model events. 28 races over the last several seasons are in the database. There's a ton of stats and analysis to help you. There are also individual pages for each of the 218 drivers that have appeared in those 28 races. A lot of information is free, but uh, you can unlock everything I built there for just $4.99 a month with a subscription to Dirt Tracker Plus. I think outside of this being, uh, you know, the world and, and, you know, the competition we'll see battling it out this weekend, there's a fairly major underlying storyline at Eldora the next few days. It's no secret that the track conditions at the Dream back in June were less than ideal with the surface taking rubber during the big show. And there are plenty out there who've shared their disdain for how things have played out at Eldora in recent seasons. Some competitors were critical back around the dream, including Brandon Shepard, and this past weekend's Baltus Classic wasn't exactly confidence-inspiring. Nick Hoffman shared to his Instagram just a few days ago that, quote, track conditions were the worst I have ever seen at Eldora without any rain, unquote. That's just not something you brush off here. And you won't usually hear me speak out against track conditions. It's a pretty inexact science you know it can go sideways at times plus things are you know even if they go bad they're equal for everybody and somebody has to win these races and that's not going to change here i'm not going to blast eldora for what's happened in the past i also think that in 99 of cases the track prep people want the same as the competitors and the fans in the stands which is easily overlooked when people are mad and complaining about what they see as injustice or you know incompetence or whatever else they want to call it 
Regardless of what the track does, though, as Michael Rigsby talked about this week on Flow Racing's World Preview Show, the World 100 is a massive event. They're going to have a huge car count. The grandstands and campgrounds will be full and the party will be on. But I do think on some level, Eldora and its track crew need a bounce back event and for the surface to really take a backseat to everything else going on. If come Friday and Saturday, you aren't hearing a word about the track itself, I think that will be a big win. I've heard rumblings that Tony Stewart will be around a lot this week and be uh, much more visible than he's been at some of these other races. So we'll see if that has an effect on things. The sport needs Eldora at its best over the next few days with guys throwing big sliders, banging the boards, killing right recorders and bringing the crowd to its feet. Uh, while all of the late model folks are watching the world this week, uh, the sprint car crowd will be split between Port Royal and Silver Dollar. Tuscora 50 starts tonight at Port 10,000 to win show. There's another 10,000 to win race on tap for Friday. And then Saturday is the big 56,000 to win main event. The Tusky has been dominated in recent seasons by locals. Anthony Macri's the defending winner. Logan Wagner at Lance DeWeese, uh, the two previous victors before that. An all-star driver and all-star full-timer hasn't won it since Aaron Reitzel in 2019. There has been plenty of unrest, though, for a lot of these names, and all three of the previously named PA drivers are in different cars this weekend than they were when they won. DeWeese is now in the Macri Motorsports 39M, Wagner has moved over to the Kreitz 69K to replace DeWeese, and then Macri's in the Indy Race Part 71. So there are plenty of big question marks headed into this event. We've also, uh, you know, kind of underlying all of this, got the ongoing all-star title fight between Zeb Wise and Tyler Courtney with just a few races left to go. Hopefully we get to see some uh, good racing this weekend at the Speed Palace. Out in California, Gold Cup 69 got rolling last night with the Sprint Car Challenge Tour 360 event. Shane Golubik, your winner over Andy Forsberg and Tanner Carrick. Uh, Kyle Larson was sixth in that race. Uh, some big names missed the feature last night, including Rico Abreu. Corey Day was back in Willie Kane's four car that we spotted, uh, spotlighted earlier this week, uh, but they were out of the feature early with some sort of mechanical issue. Looking ahead to the rest of the weekend, the 410 World of Outlaws portion begins tonight. Thursday and Friday, we'll see split field prelim action. So we have half the cars competing tonight and then the other half tomorrow. Kyle Larson is racing tonight, but it's my understanding he's done after that to focus on NASCAR at Kansas. Shark Racing has won the last two Gold Cups with Jacob Allen scoring last year and Lugan Schuhart winning in 2021. We'll see if maybe Schuhart or Tanner Holmes can keep that streak going. The Outlaws locked out the top seven positions in the main event a year ago, so we'll see what the locals can do this season. I think of that list, Golubic and Day are probably the top two local guys with a shot here at good runs. Elsewhere, the USAC National Sprint Cars are headed south for races at Devil's Bowl in Texas and Texarkana 67 in Arkansas. Justin Grant continues to try and chip away at Brady Bacon's championship lead, and JG has won three straight coming into the weekend. Emerson Axum and Kyle Cummins do have some work to do to try and get back into this championship fight and challenge those two guys out front. And finally, out in Iowa, the IMCA Super Nationals continued through Saturday with a ton more racing still to come. If you missed it last night, we had an odd situation pop up with the Super Nationals being streamed for the night live on Flow Racing. Started getting uh, messages yesterday afternoon about the Super Nationals being on the Flow schedule. Uh, you know, tried to get some uh, clarity on what was going on, couldn't get it. Uh, but eventually, the racing was live. Unusually, IMCA action is only on IMCA.tv, which is part of the Speedsport TV universe, but we had some rare streaming service cooperation on Wednesday. Flow subscribers got a look at the Super Nationals, and the event got some promotion in a place that wouldn't normally get that. I'd be curious to know if it turns into more pay-per-view buy, uh, buys for IMCA the next few nights. The Super Nationals is not a cheap buy. It's $104.99 for the week and $34.99 just for a single night. So I'd be curious to know if this helps them out or not. 
Uh, the best free place to keep up with the Super Nationals is IMCA's Facebook page. They've been posting a ton of comment, uh, uh, content over there, so you can check that out. Uh, that's it for the show this week. If you made it this far into the episode, thank you for watching to the end. Uh, stay tuned uh, tomorrow around the Dirt Tracker social media channels as I've got a fresh round of hats I'll be dropping in the Dirt Tracker store at shop.dirttracker.com. These are some we haven't done before. And I'll probably do a coupon code uh, with the merch drop as well. I hope you guys enjoy the dirt racing weekend. We'll see you right back here on Sunday. <laughs>